beyond the darkness, beyond the grave, to an unexplored dimension as we travel to the mysterious realm of ghosts. Journey with us into the world of ghost stories. Called most things. Uh... Dom Hall is quite uh, a big one. Don't hold if you're uh, Alejandro Enrito. Uh, there was a there was a article last week that said the rapid rise of downhill Gleason, which I found kind of uh, interesting that my agent sent me. Uh, but it's uh, Donal is how I pronounce my name, uh, which is like tonal but with a D instead of a T, and the M is just there to confuse Americans. And I have like one pair of like jeans, like a couple T-shirts, and a sweater. So I literally was walking around New York with, I had pajamas on under my jeans. I had three pairs of socks under like Converse All-Star shoes. I was freezing to death in New York. Oh my God, oh, you poor baby. I, know, I really mean, this is... <laughs> yeah. You couldn't go into a store and buy some clothes? If anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring in this God-forsaken business, and we will do it together. Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? Who's coming with me? <coughs> Who's coming with me besides Flipper here? This is embarrassing. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our very first Patreon-exclusive episode. This bonus episode is brought to you by you, actually. And <laughs> so I am here. I am Karen Peterson, and I am joined by Kristen Lopez. Hello. Lauren Humphreys-Brooks. Hi. And Kimberly Pierce. Hello. And in this very special, very important bonus episode, we are going to decide... Who is the ultimate movie boyfriend? We have each submitted a list of eight names. We have seeded those names, one through eight, and we have created a bracket to figure out who is the citizen name, ultimate movie boyfriend. So here's how this is going to work. Uh, we're going to match. We have our, our brackets all matched up. If you want to follow along with kind of how we're doing this, there is a picture on our Twitter and Facebook. It's the bracket that we're using. So you're welcome to pull that up and follow along and uh, make sure that you don't spoil the fun by telling anybody how we ultimately chose. But if you do disagree with any of our votes and our decisions, be sure to reach out to us and let us know because we'd love to hear that. We love your opinions, don't we all? I feel like yes. I Woo! did this assignment wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> as, as I mentioned to, Ka to Karen... I don't know about sports, you know, the ball that you get in a hoop and all of that sports jazz. Ball. Sports ball. <laughs> um, so when she said to seed these things, I just said go one through eight in the order in which I wrote them out. It really I'm sucked. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you didn't know what I meant by that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, I should have I should have made sure that everybody understood. I know better for next year. Yes, because exactly. we will do well. I don't know. Will we do this again? Maybe we'll do another type of bracket next year. Yes. Maybe yes, we'll do ladies. Next year you'll know. Because we were talking about, about how some, some of my ladies were not on this list, and I felt bad. It's true. So maybe it's next true. year, maybe it'll be dames talking dames. I don't know. 
So here's what we're going to do. Just to, I know everybody has the chance they can pull up the list in front of them, but right now we're just going to run through. We'll start with Kristen, we'll go Lauren, Kim, and then me, and just give us your list one through eight. You don't talk about why you picked them. We'll get into that in a bit, but just what's your list one through eight, Kristen? So my number one is Army Hammer. My number two is Michael B. Jordan. Number three is, I'm looking at the list, Justin Theroux. Number four is Oscar Isaac. Number five is Jeremy Irons. Six is Colin Farrell. Seven is my sweet baby angel, Timothy Chalamet. And number eight is John Bernthal. All right, and Lauren. Uh, my number one is Patrick McNee, because he's the best. Uh, number two <laughs> is Jeff Goldblum. Number three, what did I put for number three? Oh, Cary Grant. Uh, number four is Tom Hiddleston. Number five is Ray Fiennes. Uh, number six is Chris Pine. Number seven is Alan Delon. And number eight is Michael Redgrave. And Kim? Number one is Donald Gleason. Number two is Ashley Zuckerman. Number three is Rupert Evans. Number four, Benedict Cumberbatch. Number five, Martin Milner. Number six, Jensen Ackles. Number seven, George Sanders. And number eight, Richard Woodmark. My number one, to the surprise of zero people, is Tom Cruise. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is brand new information. Uh, number two, Christian Bale. Number three, Chris Hemsworth. Number four, Chris Evans. Number five, Hugh Jackman. Number six, Alan Rickman. Number seven, Colin Firth. And number eight, Chris Pratt. All of the Chrises are represented, ladies. Wow. So... All right. I love how, how like Kim this. is like the Brits. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren is the classic film lady. Karen is all the Chrises, and I am just people that have dark hair and good hair. <laughs> <laughs> One of my okay. friends at work today looked at this and she goes, "So you have all the pretty boys?" And I was like, well. <laughs> "There's a couple other criteria on that list that were a family-friendly show. I'm not going to disclose how I picked." But three without accents. Just saying. Just saying. I went with the smutty choices. And we are not. See, this is what I was saying earlier. It's like, okay, yes, there can only be one winner of this tournament. However, we're going to spend the next hour or so talking about all the men we love. So, really, we all win. This is a thirst so, pod of epic proportions. This is 100% a thirst pod. That's all this is. <laughs> Speaking of which, is anybody drinking anything fun while we're doing this show? I, I could go get another beer, but I, I, would have to, I would have to take my headphones off. I, I weigh 90 pounds, so I'm not really sure what my legal consumption <laughs> limit is, and I'm not willing to test that on a podcast or in general. Oh, yeah, if you're I not going to do it on a podcast, when can you do it? I was and told to, too poor to do to have it. anything fun in the house. I was told to do it once at a film festival, and I said, no, you don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, that could be dangerous. I didn't want to be so. arrested at a TCM <laughs> event, so I figured it was probably for the best. Well, if you ever want to get a certain someone's attention, that's definitely a way to do it. I <coughs> trust me. I got a couple weeks to prep for that. So. <laughs> All right, so let's get this party started. I just dropped my pen on the floor. Hold on one second. <laughs> I can reach it with my toes. Yes, I sure can. I did. All right. Okay. You know what? I'm not even going to edit that out. <laughs> this is what the patrons paid for. 
That's right. And they're right now they're already like, okay, I want a refund. So and <laughs> give me back my money. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get started. And so how we can do this, we'll go like I was saying, we'll go with just our uh, groups of two at a time. And so whoever's division we're in at the time, just give us a very quick little like why you love these men, and then we'll vote, okay? You don't necessarily need to, cause since we're in the very first round, and you have to choose one of your own guys anyway, you don't have to give us a why. Like, you don't have to argue for anyone over the other, um, unless you want to, but oh, just yeah. give, us a little, <laughs> give us a little bit of why you love them. So, let's start with Kristen. Okay. <laughs> Army Hammer versus John Bernthal. Okay. Kristen, why do you love Army and John? So, um, Army Hammer was my big to-do last year because uh, everybody's talking about Call Me By Your Name and I lost my mind. And yes, the movies aren't always good, but he's getting better. It helps that he is incredibly tall and he has good hair. And did I mention tall? I have a thing about height because I'm very short. So I just naturally gravitate towards tall people. I can scale like a tree in theory. Um, <laughs> and if you've watched Call Me By Your Name, the man dances like a goober, and it is delightful. John Berthold, I don't know funny. if he has dance skills. I mean, I'm not privy to that information. Um, I went and saw Wind River, and it like mentally fucked with my mind because he was hot as hell. And I mentally fucked with your mind. Yeah, yeah, it did. Men mentally, mentally <laughs> yeah. with your mind. Okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, mind. it ca it caused me to watch The Walking Dead, which is a show I despise because I hate <laughs> Andrew Lincoln's dumb, stupid, the things we do for love, guppy face. Um, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that th that's my logic. <laughs> what little logic I have there. All right, so. Do you want to vote first, or do you want us all to vote, and then, uh... Everybody tonight? else can vote, and I'll go, because, yeah. Alright, Lauren, who you got? Army Hammer. Kim? Two for Army. That's three for Army. Army moves oh forward. God. And I <laughs> would have gone, I would have gone four. I would have gone four, because, yeah, I was like, this is really no contest. This is why John Bernthal's eight. <laughs> there we go. Alright, Lauren, why don't you talk to us about Patrick McNee and Michael Redgrave? All right, first of all, I do you all know who Patrick McNee is? Oh, I know John Steve. Very pretty man that you love a lot. Yes, he plays John Steed on The Avengers. That's not uh, Ray Fiennes' okay. incarnation. Basically. He is definitely not Ray Fiennes, although Ray Fiennes is, is the reason why I began watching The Avengers in the first place, but that's <laughs> all very confusing and bizarre. But yes, Patrick McNee is, first of all, gorgeous. He's got sh huge shoulders. He's just like, wow, the man's arms are amazing. Um, and and he's, he's a feminist. He was like an outspoken feminist in the 1960s in Britain which is pretty spectacular uh, just in general. And yes, he, he's, he, he's just lovely. He's lovely in every single way. All of his co-stars <laughs> loved him. Um, uh, and yes, he has been, he has definitely been the top of my list for like five years, I think. So, <laughs> so it's nothing but Patrick for me. Um, and Michael Redgrave is, of course, the, kind of the paterfamilias of the Redgrave family. Also gorgeous. Uh, but particularly in the in Alfred Hitchcock's *The Lady Vanishes*, he just had this wonderful. Uh, I mean, he's very classical movie star quality, but he's also always very sweet and uh, sensitive, 
And I don't know. I've just got a thing for the the tall, elegant British guys with shoulders for miles, basically. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, Kim, who who do you vote for? Patrick McNee. Kristen. I go Michael Redgrave. Oh man, I'm gonna go Patrick McNee. Yay. <laughs> So, all right, so Lauren also votes for Patrick McNeese. So yes, he I gets do. three votes, he moves forward. All right. Kim, Domhnall Gleeson, and Richard Widmark. Okay, now, the I, I've gone into it in the podcast before. My Donald Gleeson thing started back in, I think it was about time I saw the trailer initially. And it just comes down to... Oh, ev- everything about him, from the, the hair to the puppy dog eyes to the accent. It's He's just so tall, gangly, and adorable, and he has that look that, the, you know, you need in a rom-com just to, you know, feel like he's looking only at you. And it's, I find myself gushing. He's, he's number one, has been, and probably will always be. So ginger. <laughs> so, so <laughs> ginger. <laughs> Um, number, and then Richard Woodmark is, I don't, I still to this day can't explain it. It's definitely one of my more out there celebrity crushes, especially since my introduction to him was Kiss of Death. So I, it, you know, his Tommy Udo in there, I can't explain it, but I will equate it to probably the, you know, the wardrobe. You can't put a man in a trench coat and a fedora and not, you know, just absolutely love it. And just yeah i thought the hair was adorable and he he moved into such some some really cute you know characters once he got out of the noir period which was kind of a dark place for him but he had that tragic anti-hero villain thing going on which i at some level find sexy (laughs) he also was the ratchet character in the 1974 version of murder on the orient express always will be better than johnny depp well that yeah (laughs) Yeah, that goes without saying all right (laughs) Kristen, vote. Okay, normally I I go against the gingers because <laughs> they're gingers and I feel they have no souls. I'm sorry, but... Oh my, my god. My mother's a ginger, <laughs> I'm just saying. We all know South Park rules are gingers have no souls. Uh, so, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go against that today and I'm gonna say Gleason. Alright, Lauren? I, I also say Gleason. I think he's adorable. <laughs> I agree, and I have to say, even though he's not a good character, well, he's a well-developed character, well, I don't know if developed, but he's a bad guy, I love his General Hux. He is so funny, and his frustration when Oscar Isaac is, like, holding for General Hux, and he's like, can he hear me? Like, oh my god. <laughs> Those so two hilarious. are a match made in Cary Grant and Randolph Scott Hammond, okay? It is yep. so true. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so Domino Gleason moves forward to the next round. All right. <clears throat> so Tom Cruise. Here's what I want to say about Tom. <laughs> He's not really the one I want you to explain, really. That Tom one Cruise, I understand. Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom the Cruise. other one's hard. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. So Tom Cruise. I know that the Scientology thing has turned a lot of people off, and understandably so. And it is concerning to me as well and I have said for a while now that a woman got him into Scientology and it's going to take a woman to get him out that woman being me Um, (laughs) but the thing is like 
if you set that aside and you look at his films, he has very few misses in a 35-year career of films. Most of his are fun. Even if they're not, like, high, great, you know, amazing cinema, they're a lot of fun. He's just a sweet guy. He's super cute. And he's a real-life hero. He's actually literally rescued people more than one time in real life-or-death situations. And so he's wonderful, and I love him. And I want to rescue him from himself. Um, <laughs> she wants him Chris- jumping on a couch in her name. <laughs> well, we can leave the couch jumping out of it. He can jump on couches in his mind. Let's keep it inside. But, I mean, if he's gonna jump on a couch, it may as well be for me. Right? <laughs> so, um, Chris Pratt, part of the reason that he's on this list is because I was like, well, I can't leave off one of the Chris's. It's one of the Chris's. I actually think he's cute. Taking one for the team to put all four Chris's on there. I actually think he's really cute. I have enjoyed him since he was kind of the douchebag older brother on Everwood. Um, Yeah, see, I go way back with Chris Pratt. And I actually, like, they filmed Everwood in the town where I went to college. And so we would go down, there's this a favorite restaurant of mine right there in, on 25th Street in Ogden. It's called Roosters. And we would sit out on the patio and we would watch them filming the episodes. So, like, I saw him, you know, in the show sometimes. I saw Emily Van Camp. I saw Treat Williams. I saw all these guys. And it was just a lot of fun. And that's just always stuck with me. He always seemed like, even though his character was kind of a douche at the beginning and ended up kind of cleaning it up later, like, he always seemed like a sweet guy. And I know there's stories about him, but... He, on the whole, he mostly seems like a pretty decent guy who really doesn't always get it right, but he's at least trying to not be a douchebag. So He's the problematic love. I kept a couple off my list because I did not <laughs> need that side eye, so I can't, I can't fault you for that. Plus, I mean, I had to put all four... All four Chris's had to be on here so that we could make the argument of who we think is really the best Chris, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kristen, vote. Uh, Tom Cruise with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren? Yeah, I gotta say Tom Cruise. I do not like Chris Pratt. <laughs> Kim? I gotta be the one against and say Chris Pratt. Wow. <laughs> well, I am saying Tom Cruise. I love Shock. him. Always Shock. and forever. All Shock. right. I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so all of our number ones made it. Yeah. All right. So let's go. This is this next group is the four and five seeds. In this case, Kristen has Oscar Isaac versus Jeremy Irons. This is one I should not have done. Okay. I should have really <laughs> spaced them out because this feels patently unfair to one of them. Um, okay. So I've loved Oscar Isaac since 2013. Um, I've been in his presence he touched me once and it was amazing and I love him but he's also made really sucky decisions lately and I'm not including getting married and having a child okay but that's <laughs> the decision he made okay and he's hanging out with Ben Affleck and his hideous back tat so there's that well Jer- he's contractually obligated there uh, so. yeah exactly I'm just I'm just telling you if he shows up with a tattoo that looks horrible because Ben Affleck told him it looked cool I'm gonna be really pissed. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Irons, I have loved since I was 15. Um, my my mother used to listen to books on tape, 
and I she used to work graveyard and I'd sleep in the car while she worked and um she listened to Lolita one time read by Jeremy Irons I woke up the next morning and I was not the same <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have watched hmm. almost every Jeremy Irons movie out there yes I, they are many of them now are bad but I've watched almost all of them I go support I watched fucking Red Sparrow for that bastard okay <laughs> and I'm going to see him live in June and I'm hyperventilating at the very thought of it um so yeah that's that's them one is long time and one is Oscar Isaac guy are in a five-year relationship he just doesn't know about yet uh <laughs> so yeah this this one hurt this one really really hurt so I'm, I'm leaving it to your discretion because it uh, oh my gosh I can't I can't decide who I love more <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I was writing these out, I was like, oh no, Kristen, oh no. I know, right? <laughs> Seems so unfair. And I'm not really sure who it's unfair to. <laughs> well, let's find out. Lauren, who do you vote for? Uh, Jeremy Irons. Kim? 100%. Oscar. Oh man, this is, I, know, I agree, right? this is really tough. I'm gonna say Oscar. That means I have to decide. <laughs> yep. Shit! <laughs> Okay, so if we go off of, like, how much work of his... I mean, I've seen almost 95% of each of their filmography. Mind you, one is significantly shorter than the other. I've seen one of them nude, and that was disappointing, and I'm not gonna... Actually, I've seen one of them nude and one of them semi-nude, and both times it was about the same. Um, <laughs> and, wow. oh god, um... <laughs> Unless you this interpret that sentence how you will. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, yeah, I'm going to have to say Oscar Isaac. I feel very oh. bad. <laughs> if you're keeping track, that means Army and Oscar are up against each other in uh, the next round. Oh that sounds dirty and intriguing at the same time. <laughs> Only if they're up against you. Okay, Lauren. <laughs> why we don't need booze we're just naturally <laughs> like this <laughs> so now lauren's number four and number five are tom hiddleston versus ray fines uh you know this this is kind of unfair because i definitely currently love one of them more than i love the other one tom hiddleston is just fucking adorable and he's he, he's a damn good actor for i mean they're both damn good actors but um hiddleston is just like he just seems like a nice person and every time i've i have seen him in person and he's like very personable and friendly and he stops to talk to people Aww. and i find that incredibly charming and he's just basically a big puppy dog uh ray finds is much darker he's much like nastier he's he's a, a an incredibly talented actor and yes i am passionately in love with um uh, with Amalshi and the English Patient. Like, there's no way that you cannot be. Great movie, great movie. Uh, but, yeah, I, I honestly love them both equally for completely different reasons. And one of them played a Nazi. One of them played a Nazi, yeah. yes. I'm not gonna tell you the movie that made me think, like, oh, Ray Fiennes is hot, because it's a fucked up story, but let's just say Nazis were involved. <laughs> I mean, Ray Fiennes is all kind of hot. Ray Fiennes is, is Oh, slightly... I thought you were gonna say Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were Nazis in Harry Potter, right? <laughs> and, and, and Fiennes wore, um, 
garter belts underneath. He wore pantyhose and garter belts underneath his his outfit in Harry Potter in order because I guess that like he he couldn't wear the full tights or something like that. So he wore pantyhose <laughs> and a garter belt underneath Voldemort's uh, cape. That's forever that changed my view so... of that movie. <laughs> that is so funny. I just want to say the year that Ray Fiennes was nominated for the English patient, he was up against my love in my favorite movie of his. And I still think Ray Fiennes should have won that year, even though it went to Jeffrey Rush and shine, but whatever, that's fine. Uh, Kim, why don't you vote? Tom Hiddleston, yesterday, today, and forever. <laughs> oh, wow, that was decisive. <laughs> Kristen? I am contractually obligated to, like, any and all people who played Heathcliff, so refines. Hmm. Uh, this is a tough one for me. This is really tough. Really tough. Um, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I love him as Voldemort. I love him in The English Patient. Love him in Schindler's List. Yeah. But I love Tom and... As Loki, he's such a great Loki. He's so cute. <laughs> I think I'm going with Fines. Oh, does Which that come down? Yeah, it comes down to you. It comes down to you. Fuck. I know it hurts, right? <laughs> See if you if if this question had been asked last year, I know exactly who I would have picked. Uh, this year, I'm a little bit more like, but but I'm I Tom Hiddleston. I will go with Tom. Okay, so okay. We're still tied. I was he he charmed Hit. the pants off of me in uh, in the latest Thor. So yes, he was so delightful. Yeah, Kristen. In this case, because we're in Lauren's division, she gets the tie, Yay, so okay. it goes Tom. Okay. Yep. All right, Kim Benedict Cumberbatch versus Martin Milner. My mother, my mother would like to know what because she, I read that to her and she was like, Martin Milner. I haven't thought of him in thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, to, well, to start in order, Benedict Cumberbatch, so, like most people, found him through Sherlock, and it was a, it was a really weird process, because I remember watching Sherlock, I, I was drawn to Sherlock but the first time for Martin Freeman, uh, you know, I'd seen him, you know, a number of times before, loved him, and I'm watching this, I'm going, huh, this, this Sherlock is interesting he's this is an acquired taste okay all right i i don't know if you know he's he's odd looking then i came back to it a while later watched it again it's like okay i i I could get into this and then finally i think i saw it the third time and it was like okay i'm in love with him and like three quarters of my list the accents and every time i've seen him do interviews he is just so adorable and just seems so personable and and then i think it just solidified it with uh, Star Trek Into Darkness when he beefed up to play Khan. It was just, okay, yes, yes, Benedict, I love you. Now, Martin Milner is, I stumbled upon him during a, this This gets really weird and shows you the dark recesses of my brain. I had kind of a lengthy Jack Webb phase in high school. As one does. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting As phase. <laughs> I, I read books, you know, watching Dragnet, so which leads to at Martin Milner and Adam 12, which was a Dragnet spinoff. A couple LAPD beat cops, and he would, you know, he was just, there's a likability to him. He's very Midwestern, you know, blonde, blue eyed, just sweetest little smile. And just for some reason, took to him and 
dove into as I'm prone to do his entire career and Route 66 and um, Sweet Smell of Success, Valley which of the Dolls. Um, he is kind of the the juvenile male lead, you know, behind, you know, that the uh, Burt Lancaster sister falls in love with. And he's just so sweet. And I, I wrote him a fan letter when I, and he wrote back and sent a picture. Aww. And I, I started a Facebook fan group for him back when Facebook first became a thing. And yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's, I'm gushing. <laughs> and that is what this episode is all about. <laughs> Uh, Kristen, but um, Benedict Cumberbatch, his face I don't trust, so I'm going Martin Milner here. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, uh, I have to go with Cumberbatch. Uh, you know, I, I'm with Kristen on the I don't trust his face, but he really is such a good actor. Is he? <laughs> yeah, I think he is. <laughs> And I have to admit that I kind of love him as Doctor Strange. I think I'm going Cumberbatch. Kim? Um, and then I'd have to, he's the slightly higher seed, so I have to go Cumberbatch as well. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> that brings us to Chris Evans versus Hugh Jackman. Fun fact, I have met both of them. Oh, Karen, stop it. <laughs> this well, is a vicious choice making us make here. This is vicious. Oh. Trust me, I know. Um, so, Chris Evans. Here's a story about when I met Chris Evans. It was not an event. I did not get to interview him. Well, I mean, it was an event, but it wasn't something that I was sent to. It was Comic-Con, Salt Lake City, two year, a year and a half ago. And uh, I was there just for fun. I wasn't there as press or anything like that. I was with some friends. One of my friends actually paid the $150 for a photo op with Chris Evans. Oh. And that is a really fun picture, actually. I have it on Facebook. It's a lot of fun. I love it. Okay, so here's the story. So Chris Evans, we're doing, like, it's this panel at Comic-Con. Everybody wanted into it. They did this lottery system. And so there, there were four of us in our group that all were ticketed, but only two of us got our numbers picked. So we got to go into this panel. And so we get there, and we're seated fairly close to the front. Um, and, you know, it's like all these people around that are just like, you know how, I mean, especially Kim, you know how comic book nerds are. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kind of group you necessarily want to be stuck in a room with when something is delayed that people have been looking forward to. Because there is a delay, and it's like taking a while, and the panel's not starting when it was supposed to, and it's still you're, not starting, and you're hot, nobody's you're coming out. And... Right, and no one's coming, and we've been there early because we got there super early to line up to get good seats, and... Um, so we're tired, we were out late the night before, so, I mean, there's just all this stuff, and it just keeps starting, like, it's just not starting, it's not starting, nobody's even coming out to say, hey, sorry, there's a delay, we're gonna start in a few minutes, until finally, like, just about two minutes before they finally brought him out and started the panel, someone from Comic-Con finally came out and said, okay, the situation is that Chris Evans is here, he's ready to go, but some Make-A-Wish kids showed up, and he's been in the back, and he didn't want to leave until he got to talk to all of them, and that's why we're running late. And I was like, oh, well, how oh can you God. not love him for that? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That's that's so, designed to make ovaries explode. I'm pretty sure. That's oh exactly God. what happened. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So... 
That is one of the many reasons I love Chris Evans. It's also really funny because when I first found out he was going to be Captain America, I was so annoyed because he was always just this, like, kind of cocky, like, just jerk that I never liked. And he always played those characters, and I didn't know anything about him, but that was just how I saw him. So when I saw he was going to be Captain America, I was like, no, Captain America's supposed to be nice. And then I saw the first one. I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> him, whatever. <sighs> and then there's Hugh Jackman, who, like, it's not possible to not love him. He's beautiful, and he's tall, and he's so nice, and he loves his wife so much in a way that's not, like, annoying. It's really sweet. And he can sing. Like, there's just so many great things about him. And I'm so, assuming he smells delightful, because he seems he like does. he would smell delightful. He does. He really <laughs> does. Both of them do. And so, yeah. So there you go. All right. So, Kristen. I'm going Jackman. Okay. Lauren? Chris Evans. Kim? This hurts because I've, I've met Hugh Jackman. Uh, I gotta go. Oh my for god! Sam's. Everybody's met Hugh Jackman but me. What the hell? <laughs> we gotta fix that. We gotta fix that. You know? Okay. So, yeah, reliving that Comic Con story again. Now I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go, Chris Evans. So, all right. I tried. I tried for you, Hugh. I tried. And this does not mean, Hugh, that I don't love you, because I know you're totally listening to the show right now, and I totally love you. But. He's, he's totally in an Aust- donating to our Patreon. <laughs> he's he saying is, an Australian yes. accent, traitor, however Australians <laughs> say it. I can't do an Australian accent, so. <laughs> so let's move on. Next, we have Justin Thoreau versus Colin Farrell. Unintentional <laughs> mascot of the podcast. Okay. I'm... Okay, I'm going to be gross for about 10 seconds. I did not intentionally plan to pair them up based on what we all know about them, but now it's... It's a really good pairing. (laughs) 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 I did not intend on this being like, this is how you die, essentially. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Um, Justin Theroux is always going to be the cowboy from Romeo and Michelle. That's, that's where I, I think my obsession started, just the skosh. Um, I saw Romeo and Michelle when it came to VHS, and I probably shouldn't have if you've read my story on my, uh, Citizen Dame 5 where I explained it. My poor mother really should have edited that film, but I love it. <laughs> and ever since then, Justin Theroux is, as I've referred to him in my, my uh, numerous writings on him, he is the guy that I'm pretty sure Dua Lipa is singing about in New Rules that I intentionally come back to every time I'm reminded that he's hot. Um, and yeah, The Leftovers is fantastic, and there is something about that man jogging in sweatpants that is a gift from the gods. Um, Colin Farrell is similar boat, more ways than one. Um, I went and saw American Outlaws when, uh, it came out in 2002. And I was like, who the oh hell is... Oh my god. Yeah, I, I took forgot all, all about that movie. Oh, oh my, my friend. God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's great. I have it. I'm probably the only person that has it on DVD. Um, oh, I do. It's it's a fun fun <laughs> film. Um, I had no idea he was Irish when I when I saw that movie, and then I found out he was Irish, and I was like, Irish people are fucking hot. Um, and it's it's been a lifelong. Why do you think I want to go to Ireland? <laughs> it's been a lifelong issue for me. Um, I I love him, even though both of these people make bad movies. They are hot, and they rock the shit out of coats and a suit, and they are blessed in certain areas. So, yeah. 
I yeah, I I, I can't. I blacked out actually. <laughs> Kristen's just talking now. Just yeah, happening. yeah, just this talking. Like, I, just, I just can't. I just can't. I can't right now. Yeah. All right, Lauren, pick one. Oh, Colin Farrell. <laughs> Kim. Uh, Colin Farrell. Uh, I know, right? I gotta go, Colin Farrell. Kim or Kristen? Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Oh. <laughs> I, it's, me and Justin Thoreau will be over here being like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Perhaps if I were to rewatch the International Man of Mystery episode of The Leftovers, I would change my vote. But it's, that's, that's a Christmas present so that everybody long. should watch. Justin's watch. going, I'll be over here with my sweatpants. A, <laughs> exactly. A fucking man. <laughs> so, Lauren, let's talk about that, why. <laughs> So, Lauren, let's talk about why you forced us to vote between <laughs> Cary Grant and Chris Pine. Yeah, that's, oh, that's literally the, the hardest one. <laughs> this, this was an accident. Um, yeah, just I, like my last one was. <laughs> I, I wasn't paying close enough attention to what I was doing. Uh, and I was like, oh, and I'll just list these and these. And, the, and then it, it turned out Cary Grant versus Chris Pine. Yeah, um, Cary Grant is... Uh, one of my earliest loves. I think he was not not the first big celebrity crush I had, but but he was right. He was in there with a group of big celebrity crushes that I had uh, when I was a an adolescent girl. Um, and you know, just God, I mean, who who doesn't want to fuck Cary Grant? That's what I want to know. Um, pretty much everybody, right? I don't think I want to know the person who doesn't. <laughs> Men and women want to fuck him. I mean, yeah, like, exactly. exactly. And and this is particularly painful for me because a couple of days ago it came up on uh, my Twitter feed. Someone had posted a picture. I don't know what film it's from. I'm assuming it's one of his war movies or maybe from Gunga Din, although he looks a little bit older. But it's, it's, a, it's some behind-the-scenes photograph of Cary Grant without a shirt being like sprayed down um that picture made me pass out yeah (laughs) and and it's just like how like what can you do besides besides that the man i i have a thing about elegant men the the man is just the most ridiculously elegant person on the planet like he was just he the way that that he just wore anything was ridiculous uh yeah wow Anyways. And, and he's pretty much, I mean, watch, like, North by Northwest. I am a sucker for a well-placed line that you think could be disgusting, but it works. Um, and, yeah, there are some lines in North by Northwest where you're like, any other man saying that shit would have been, like, slapped or punched in the dick. <laughs> but Carrie Grant <laughs> says it, and you're like, take me, man. I am I, told. Exactly. I, I have to say, I was in a Hitchcock class back when I was in grad school, and we were talking about Vertigo. And why it's and why Jimmy Stewart, who is a much older sort of more wan Jimmy Stewart at that point, um, you know why it's so creepy the way that he, that he relates to Kim Novak and the way that Kim Novak relates to him. And our professor very unfairly, like all of the women were like, "Oh, he's creepy. We don't like this." Our professor was like, "Okay, so what if Hitchcock cast his other favorite actor, Cary Grant?" And dead silence in the room <laughs> for about a good ten seconds, and then all of the women were like, "Oh, oh, well, that that's different. That would have been different." So obviously, women would have been perfectly fine to be like tortured 
by yeah. ter- by Cary Grant. I can tell you every single one of the men on my li- almost all of them have said something where I've been like, oh my god, that is literally the grossest line ever. Never say that again. Cary Grant could probably say all those lines, and I would be like, it's, it's bad, but like I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason right now in my head, all I'm hearing is Rob Reiner's impression of Cary Grant in Sleepless in Seattle, when he's like, hello, Diane. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Why don't you talk about Chris Pine now? Oh, Chris Pine. Poor baby. Um, Yeah, Chris Pine is is adorable. I I maintain that Chris Pine is is the top of the Chris's. He's the best Chris, Uh, which is why it's very unfortunate he's being put up against Cary Grant. Um... But he's, if anyone's gonna compete against Cary Grant, he's the right one. Yeah, absolutely. He's a he's adorable. I love like I, this. This is fairly new for me because I didn't really care that much about him until I saw Wonder Woman, and and he he's so good in that. He's so sweet, and he actually manages. I mean, and I think it, maybe it says the state of manhood right now. But we're, but I was just like, oh my god, he made it through the entire movie without mansplaining to her. Like, this entire film, he had so many opportunities, and he didn't. And he, like, respected her, and he cared about her. He's a very, like, he's a very sweet and personable actor, and uh, at least ever since I saw um, Hell or High Water, he's a very good actor. I would and say he is the modern-day Cary Grant. I would agree. I mean, Ooh. he's pushing that. I think he... George Clooney was referred to like that for a long time, right. but I think he's definitely pushed old George out... out out of the way right now. Uh, although, Lauren, that, have you not seen the Chris Pine movie that opened the door for all of us? Princess Diaries 2, Royal Engagement? <laughs> so adorable in that he's, movie. Oh he's adorable God. and a dick and he's got great hair. Oh, it's and so he's terrible. pretentious. It's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It's so, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Oh. This is a hard one. I can't believe I did this. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Kim? <laughs> This this kills me because I don't know how I could vote against Steve Trevor because he almost made it on my list, but I gotta go Cary Grant. Kristen, I feel horrible. I feel like I'm stomping a puppy right now, uh, but I gotta say Cary Grant. <laughs> I'm gonna make Lauren pick. I'm saying Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's what all this is coming down to on all of these. Just like we're gonna make you to you have to decide. Uh, no, I gotta go with Carrie. He's too classic. It's so true. Oh, he's he's so delightful. I just didn't want Chris Pine to not have any votes. (laughs) (laughs) I think Chris Pine would have understood. He'd be like, vote Carrie Grant. He'd be like, why would you pick me over that guy? He's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so that brings us to Kim with Rupert (laughs) Evans versus Jensen Ackles. Oh, this is this is me doing trying to do a bit of strategic seating here, but this is still so hard. So Rupert Evans kind of flitted around in my consciousness for a little bit because I had initially discovered him in the first Hellboy, I believe. He is kind of the the cute little adorable assistant who kind of fades into the background. But I discovered him really um, Man in the High Castle, the Amazon series. And, like, my trend tends to be, you know, accents and glasses, and he's just so adorably British and cute, and that hair, and 
pulls off the period clothes. I'm, I'm sensing myself saying this a lot, each one. I guess I probably have a type. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. I definitely do. Yeah, my type is still male. So. <laughs> slightly, slightly nerdy, bland people with accents, but just, it, and that just solidified it for me. And I, he did a killer version of A Long Day's Journey into Night that I listened to on audio on the BBC, and he just, he dives into those characters. I even watched The Canal, which is an Irish... I believe it's Irish horror movie that he did, which was one of the more disturbing things I've ever seen. But, you know, I I was there for him, the things we do for love. And then the second one, a little more traditional choice, um, Jensen Ackles, who I discovered super... Um, I got into Supernatural late. Um, it was probably already into seasons six when I was starting. But just started watching it because somebody said oh you might be into this and proceeded to binge my way through I think all six seasons of it within the span of a month (laughs) and he Jensen Ackles was on I've always heard he was on the short list to play Captain America and you can totally tell he's just and put that boy in a leather jacket and those eyes he's He's such a bad boy, which is a you know a slightly different choice for me, but you just you just want to rescue Dean Winchester. He's I I'm the girl who can make that one right. <laughs> <laughs> so funny story about Jen Snackles. I used to be obsessed with Days of Our Lives, and oh my gosh, when he showed up as Eric Brady, I had the biggest crush on him <laughs> because for years there was this you know, this character that was a twin brother of someone who was on the show and hadn't been seen since he was a child. And it was like, well, where's Eric? Where's Eric? Why hasn't Eric shown up? He should be here for all these crazy family things like his mom dying four times and whatever. (laughs) (laughs) He never went to any of his mother's funerals. It's very wrong. And then finally one day, Eric Brady showed up in the form of Jensen Ackles. And I was like, well, hello, that was worth the wait. I I went through I went through a very very brief it was a brief and like sad relationship with him I watched a really (laughs) shitty horror movie that he did my bloody valentine no that was the good one it was a (laughs) shitty movie before that I think it had Dominique Swain post Lolita I was like oh what happened to you girl um so yeah it was awful um I think was it Devour yes yes <laughs> it was awful like a special kind of awful because it was low budget um but yeah i was like yeah look um you're hot but I, we're gonna have to go our separate ways <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well Kristen, who do you would like to vote for i just shit on him but i'm gonna say jensen ackles regardless <laughs> <laughs> lauren uh, i'm gonna say rupert evans i think he's adorable I agree he is adorable, but I just keep coming back to Eric Brady, so I'm saying <laughs> Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Kim? Uh, I, once again, just a matter of higher seed, Rupert Evans would be my vote. All right. Rupert You're being very on. logical, Kim. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I was like, know. higher seed, so therefore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I what is your lust telling you? When we were playing this <laughs> I changed mine like eight times in the span of us recording right now. So, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. I'm All sickle. right. 
So mine are, my next one is Chris Hemsworth versus Alan Rickman, which oh, I didn't realize this was going to be such a weird pairing until no, this it was one, already this done, one and I was like, I'm not rewriting this. My mom and yeah, I both agreed this one hurt for different reasons. It does, exactly. So you've got Chris Hemsworth, who not only is he this, like, gorgeous specimen of a man who, like, is the best person they ever could have chosen to play Thor, and he's so great. He's also really funny in ways that I never... I didn't think he could pull off comedy as well as he does. He when I saw him, his big dumb bohunk. Oh my gosh. His Kevin in Ghostbusters is one of my favorite things in the yeah, last decade. he's adorable. He's so funny. He's like, so oh cute. my gosh. But we never and decided then... whether we liked him listening to music or playing music. <laughs> <laughs> is he saxophone? Playing saxophone. <laughs> Uh, I just wonder how his hide-and-seek tournament turned out. Yes! <laughs> uh, and then there's, of course, him in Thor Ragnarok, where he also got to be hilarious. And just his matchup with Tessa Thompson. Like, I could not care two rips about Men in Black 3, or whatever they're calling it, the Men in Black reboot. Until I found out that it was going to be Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. And now I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> now I'm suddenly very interested in this. So, anyway, he's a whole lot of pretty. But he's also just a nice guy. Another one who's, like, so cute and not annoying with his wife. He's definitely the best Hemsworth, even if he may not be the best Chris. He's definitely the best Hemsworth. And he's just uh, delightful. And then there's Alan Rickman. And the thing about Alan Rickman is that, like, even though a lot of his characters are, you know, not particularly nice, there's just something about him that's always so, like, I don't mind you wielding that sword against our hero, you know? <laughs> well, it depends, it depends what movies you're watching, because I would say at the it same does, time... Because, like, he, Sense and Sensibility... Sense and Sensibility, um, Truly Madly Deeply, yeah. he's, like, great at playing the romantic leading man. You're like, god He can it. do it. And that's the thing, like, he can go both ways. He, yeah. he can do it all. Yeah. So he can be then the love really, really great guy. and breaks your heart. Ugh, I know. <laughs> He's like the guy that's going to wait for, for like, that. six hours in the rain but not be a creep about it, okay? <laughs> yeah. Which is hard to do. Exactly. It's He's not so going to Lloyd Dobler because that's a little too much. He's not going to, like, Peter Gabriel outside your window. He's going to give well, you space. He knows how to do it right. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and even when he's, like, playing Professor Snape, who in the books is just this awful person... I don't want to spoil anything for how that turns out, but you're going through the series and he's just this, like, mean, mean guy for seemingly no reason for a lot of it. And even when you find out there are some reasons, it's still like, come on, that's a little far. But the way he plays that character, you're still like, mm, I really wouldn't mind attention with you. It'd be okay. So, yeah, there you go. All right. Kristen, pick one. Um, I'm gonna go, as much as I love Hemsworth, I'm gonna go Alan Rickman. Die Hard. I gotta go with my Die Hard. One of my Die <laughs> Hard boys Gruber. needs to live. <laughs> One of those oh, Grubers my. needs to survive, okay? <laughs> Jesus, I couldn't get Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Lauren? Uh, yeah, I gotta go with Alan Rickman. Kim? 
This kills me, but Alan Rickman. All right. Alan Rickman moves on to the next round. I'm really glad that that didn't come down to me because I really didn't know which way to go. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so now we're on our two and seven seeds. So for Kristen, that is Michael B. Jordan versus Timothée Chalamet. My sweet baby angel versus Michael B. Um, This... Okay, so both of these are fairly recent obsessions. Um, Michael B., uh, I, I did like him. Michael B. Jordan dates all the way back to February. Technically, Michael <laughs> B. Jordan dates all the way back to Creed. So, so okay. about about two years ago, yeah. But okay. I haven't, like, gone, quote-unquote, full Burnthal on his filmography. My brother keeps talking, like, about Friday Night Lights, and I'm like, I don't care. I don't watch television. Leave me alone. Um, and I, I refuse to watch. Wait, wait, wait. He was in Friday Night Lights? Yeah. Was he really? That's what I heard. I'm breaking news. <laughs> he told me to watch the show. Now I have to watch the show. Dang it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I got told. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't watch um, uh, TV shows that are current, let alone ones that are old. Um, so yeah, I, I'm terrible, and I refuse to watch the remake of Fantastic Four. So I, I'm very, very limited. But that man is is fantastic. He took his shirt off, and I think I, I didn't break my retainers because they were at home. Um, but like, <laughs> I did almost <laughs> choke on an M M&M, and M. So. Um, and my sweet baby Chalamet, I've been near him, and I think being near him caused me to fall in love with him, because I felt nothing for him beforehand, and then we took a picture together, and I was like, I think you put a spell on me, because I love you now, and he's got great hair. That's pretty much our, the extent of our relationship. He's got great hair. I snapped that picture, by the way. You did, you did. You were in the presence. He remembered me. I was like, stop it, you glorious baby child. Like, what is going on? I feel like a pervert standing next to you, but I don't. So there you go. So yeah, those are uh, those are my two. <laughs> All right. Lauren, who are you picking? Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Kim? Sweet baby Chalamet. Oh, it's Michael B. Jordan. Come on. <laughs> that puts it down to you, Kristen. Um, I, I love my sweet baby angel, but it's Michael B. I mean, come on. Come on. No one has had sexier scars than that man. Yeah. Sweet jeepers, okay? I have never, I know, I know that he's dragging his feet making that Thomas Crown Affair remake, but good goddamn do it now, because the 10 seconds of him in a museum in Black Panther was just, I was like, dude, if you're advertising for it, just fucking make it, because I'm dying over here. <laughs> All right, so Lauren... Jeff Goldblum versus Alan Delon. Alan Delon. Uh, Get your French right, Karen. (laughs) I was like half in French and half not in French. Alan Delon. Say it in French, it's Alain. So whatever. Alain Delon. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Uh, All right. So yes, Jeff Jeff Goldblum, who's apparently like finally after twenty years, the internet has caught up with me. Uh, I had a crush on Jeff Goldblum when I was like 11 years old um, and and now the internet has finally been like oh oh Jeff Goldblum's hot I was just like yes he is thank you well you were t- you're too late now uh, yeah I mean come on Jeff Goldblum is 
one of the weirdest slash sexiest men in the world, I think, because you've got him as Ian Malcolm. You've got, I mean, I, I reviewed it, Earth Girls Are Easy, where he spends 85% of the film without a shirt. Like, he just keeps on taking his shirt off for no apparent reason. Wait, 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 what? Why have I not watched this movie yet? Earth Girls Are Easy? Oh, no. He is allergic. I've actually never seen it. He is allergic to shirts. Like, it's just like, oh, I can't, I can't, I just have to take this shirt off because apparently I just need to be, like, mostly naked throughout this entire movie. It's amazing. This and, is so Sorry, itchy. I gotta pause the podcast for a minute. I'll be back in two hours. Um. <laughs> it is, it is actually the best movie ever made. Uh... Yeah, and and Goldblum, like, even now as the Grandmaster, he was so funny and so, like, offbeat and interesting and just an absolute joy to watch. The screen lit up every time he came on screen. So I cannot express how much I I love Jeff Goldblum. The other side, uh, Alan Delon, who is is just probably the most beautiful man ever. Like, at peak, like, Purple Noon, Delon is is just gorgeous. Like, you look at him and you go, like, you're not, you can't possibly be real because no one looks like that. No human being can look like that and and be and, and be an actual person. Um, I mean, Purple Noon is my absolute favorite of his, but he, he's brilliant in um, The Samurai. He's brilliant in uh, uh, the Antonioni film, The Eclipse. Like, he, he's just a fascinating actor to watch fascinating in spite of his beauty almost just like you're really good at like being an asshole or being a uh uh or actually giving nuanced performances and yet at the same time you're also just this staggeringly attractive man so this this is kind of tough for me but i i pretty much know how i'm gonna vote (laughs) all right well with that kim do you want to go ahead and cast your vote Monsieur Delon. Oh. Kristen. Okay, um, I, I'm sorry. I don't get the gold bloomy thing. Um, it's just something I've never... I, I respect him as an actor. Sex object is a little bit like, no. Um, so I'm gonna have to second Kim and go Delon. So I remember being 16 years old and going to see this crazy movie about dinosaurs <laughs> in 1993 and I remember this scene where he's like propped up on one elbow mm-hmm. and his shirt's open uh-huh. and I'm like I don't think I'm supposed to find this as hot as I do Karen had feelings and they were not Karen for archaeology definitely had feelings chaos I'm theory for, I'm voting for Goldblum <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've got to. I've got to vote for Jeff. I mean, he's, yeah, he like he awa- he awakened me pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I I second that emotion. All right. <laughs> and yeah, you got to see Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh my god. Oh, I'm gonna find it tonight. I'm not even joking. She's all. I don't have Netflix, but I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> it is. It's on Hulu. It is on Hulu. It is? Oh, yes. Yeah. There you I go. have everything now, so... Alright, cool. I, I, I'm not even joking. I'm doing it tonight. Alright. Uh, Kim, Ashley Zuckerman versus George Sanders. Oh, okay. To 
polar opposites. Um, Ashley Zuckerman is a relatively newish one for me as well. Um, I discovered him initially in Manhattan. It was the WGN show a few years back about the creation of the bomb in Los, Al Los Alamos, and he's kind of the um, one of the hotshot scientists that comes in to help, and he just he's got these these puppy dog eyes and he walks around in his 1940s suits and don't you hate when they do that <laughs> they just they do things like that don't they they just wear those suits they just get and... fedoras and you're like god damn it put, put a man in a fedora and i think you can see that in all of my choices but and then i went back i kind of dug into him more and discovered he was australian and found him in a little Australian police procedural on Hulu called Rush and was a whole a whole different experience and kind of delving into him further. He's so good on Twitter and has liked so many of my tweets. And, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll forgive him for his little venture into designated survivor. I really will, as long as he keeps appearing on my television screen. What about Terra Nova? <laughs> uh, we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> First rule of Terra Nova, you don't discuss Terra Nova. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and jumping over to Mr. Sanders, that one was, he was an awakening for me. Um, I just, uh, the voice that it's, yeah. this, this seat came down to, it was between like him and Ronald Coleman and George Sanders just, he won because he's George Sanders. He would probably kill Ronald Coleman if he had the choice. <laughs> He's <laughs> such a delightful bad boy. And once again, you know, he's damn those fedoras and damn those suits. <laughs> and he married two Gabors. I mean, it's, come on. Yeah. I mean, in terms of celebrity husband territory, it's, you know, ugh, but, and then, I mean, his suicide note, you know, goes into still one of the best and that I've ever read about. He's just such a personality and was so delightfully devious yet elegant at the same time it's just i love him and and All has right. a opera quality baritone yes Ooh. nice all right kim i'm sorry Kristen. um i i gotta go george sanders two gabors i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> lauren uh george is a long time love of mine so yeah <laughs> i gotta agree Ooh, okay all I right kim yeah. My, my mom will tell you she gets him confused with George Brent and there's a game in our house where I'll ask her who that is and she will usually either say he's George Brent or Herbert Marshall. Just throw that out there. She still doesn't know <laughs> the difference between any of them. Your mom is the I know. She really is. One day she will get it right. I know she will. I, I gotta say that first scene in Rebecca, like where Favel is introduced, like climbing in through the window, he's just, he's so creepy and so hot at the same time. I just like, oh my God, what is happening here? Like very, very few actors can, you know, cross that creepy to hot, you know, lines so smoothly as he can it's so true that's why jeremy irons was on my list i mean yeah <laughs> come on all right so that brings us to christian bale the welshman versus colin firth the englishman oh man so christian bale 
I told this story on the podcast, but I've loved him since Swing Kids, which was a very strange experience, because I did not want to see that movie, and all of a sudden I was like, wait, 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 who's that guy? And then my friend took me home and we watched Newsies, and then the next year, Little Women came out, and I just, it just got better and better and better, and he is so cute, he's very nice, I've met him in person, and he was actually nice to me, I was terrified to meet him. Because I was so afraid he wasn't gonna be. <laughs> you were thinking it was gonna be that horrible uh, Terminator I was thinking it was gonna be Terminator, ape. Salvation, yep. Christian Bale, and luckily it was not. He was actually surprisingly humble that night, and Aww. he's he's a very talented actor. Like, I mean, he's, honestly, if you just look at the level of skill that he has, he's one of the best actors of his generation, if not the best. So talented. He can just disappear into any role and just make it his and it's just awesome and I love him and he's brutally hot and then there's Colin Firth who when back to my college days up in Ogden Utah um, because we were just a bunch of nerdy Mormon girls we would you know have instead of you know going out and drinking and going to the bars we would have Pride and Prejudice nights, and, and we would switch apartments, we would, like, you know, take turns. Oh, this week it's your turn. And we didn't do this, like, every weekend, guys. Don't get that idea. We did have, you know, other things that we did, but, um, but yeah, when it was Pride and Prejudice night, I'd be like, hey, whose place is it at this time, you know? And we would all, I'm not even making this up, I wish I kind of was, but... We would, like, bring our crafts together so someone's quilting and someone's crocheting and, like, all this stuff. We're such nerds. Oh, my gosh. I'm so embarrassing. Um, we would watch the five-hour-long BBC version of Pride and Prejudice, which, as far as I'm concerned, is the only version that exists. And that is the version where I discovered Mr. Colin Firth. And he is Mr. Darcy through and through. He is. And... Oh man, and he's so beautiful, and 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 when he's Mark Darcy in the Bridget Jones movies, he's so sweet and cute. And then he went and did The Kingsman, and it turned out that this stuffy, cute, funny-ish British guy also had some moves too. And it was like, well, wait, wait, now now he's a spy. I'm okay with this. So, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so we've got Christian Bale versus Colin Firth. Kristen, pick one. Um, I I have to go Newsies forever. Um, American Psycho is is my Christian Bale <laughs> entry, and that probably explains a lot about me, actually. So yeah, um, Christian Bale. All right, Lauren. Now see see when I was in college at the very not Mormon University <laughs> of St Andrews, uh, we would get incredibly drunk. And watch either Pride and Prejudice or Bridget Jones's Diary. It once took us three hours to watch Bridget Jones's Diary because we kept on pausing it to discuss the way that Colin Firth wore his shirt sleeves or unbuttoned his collar or why forearms were attractive. So I definitely have to go with Colin Firth. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Kim? As... uh... Newsies forever. Oh um, yeah, Christian Bale. Oh, oh man. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Well, there's a reason he's my number two seed. So yes, one was Christian. <laughs> oh man. That that hurts though. Oh, that hurts. He's the king. I just eliminated <laughs> the king. 
<laughs> okay, one of those right. guys. Colin Firth can cry into his Oscar. <laughs> well, Christian Bale could have too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, but I'm okay with that. Like that was one where I was happy and sad either way. So, all right, that puts us. Speaking of Oscars, <laughs> that takes us to Army Hammer versus Oscar Isaac. This is not so, fair. <laughs> for this round, since we've already kind of given our intros on why we love these guys. If there's one that you particularly want us to want to try to sway us toward, you can do that. If anybody else has a particular argument for anybody, like this is going to be more of like a free for all rounds. Okay. So. I, I, I just have to say with this round here, it's a dance off. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, yes, is a bit more coordinated than the other. Um, one of them also has musical talent. Um, and the other one, based on what I've seen, I don't think Army Hammer can sing. Um, one of them can also do Shakespeare in his underpants fucking phenomenally. Um, and I don't know if Army Hammer can pull that off. So I'm not saying And one of them preference. has also avoided you every time he's had the opportunity to meet exactly. you by that being in a, another country. That son of Just a bitch saying. has been in different places. But at the same time, Army Hammer is doing the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie with Mimi Letter, which stars Survey Says Jess and Thoreau. So I mean, like, they're all circling, circling. One of them made a Dan Fogelman movie. I mean, I got enough pros and cons here for each of them. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie. It comes back to the fedoras again, mm -hmm. period picture. Okay, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. right, but, but have any... Oscar okay. Isaac did wear a fedora. I mean, I know, I know I was the only one that saw Suburbicon, but I mean, there was a fedora in that. And he was the only good part of that he was movie. He's usually the only movie. good part of half the shit he makes. <laughs> Except for Star Wars. Uh, Although he's yeah. a lot of fun in that. I mean, Damn he, it, Poe. Sucker Punch is only <laughs> tolerable because of him. Okay. <laughs> Alright, does anybody have any final arguments for Army or Oscar? Alright, Lauren, vote. Army. Uh, Kim? Army. Oh, see, I'm going Oscar. That puts it to you, Kristen. Uh, okay, so wait, is my mine the deciding vote? Yes, yep. it is. Ah, oh, balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. One of them I've been saying, I've been talking a lot of crap about Oscar Isaac the last, like, week and a half. I gotta go Army Hammer. I'm sorry! Alright. Wow. <laughs> I know that really Dear Oscar Isaac. Oh, I just think so, you should know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Alright, so that brings us to Patrick McNee versus Tom Hiddleston. Okay, I, I love both of these guys, so I, I am it's it's a total toss up, so I'm fine with either one. But but we were talking about Colin Firth and, oh, he's kicking ass and, like, using an umbrella and stuff like that. Patrick McNeed invented that shit. Like, before <laughs> anything like that was going on, he, he insisted. He, want, he didn't want to use guns because he had seen too many men die in World War II. And he was like, I don't want to use guns. I don't, if I'm going to be a spy, I don't want to use guns. I want to use, like things and so he uses an umbrella so like seriously john steed is actually the coolest spy on the planet i'm just saying that that's it all right and tom hiddleston is and tom hiddleston <laughs> is looking, yes i am not doing get help i mean come on 
Kim, you gotta pick despite one. Despite my, despite Tom Hiddleston popping in my head in Midnight in Paris, I gotta go with John Steed. Woo! Oh, man. Kristen? Yeah, Tom Hiddleston I haven't forgiven for making me watch fucking High Rise. So, yeah. <laughs> Which has literally one of the single worst lines that a man I love has said. Um, so I, I blame him. <laughs> I blame him for that personally. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go McNee. <laughs> I'm voting for Tom Hiddleston because Loki, damn it! <laughs> oh, I love Tom so much. I actually love High Rise. <laughs> that, I, okay, I should say in my defense, I've seen that movie three times. I've watched it with friends, and every single time we get the, to the scene in question, I have to like cover my ears <laughs> because I'm just like, nope, nope. Jeremy Irons not allowed to say that word. Stop it! It slices through my head like like hot like a hot knife through butter um so yeah if anybody's watched high rise trust me you'll know what i'm talking about laura knows what i'm talking about so yeah no no that movie I, I, but tom hiddleston was the night manager oh. yeah, yeah i don't know I, I love tom but patrick beats him yeah all right so patrick moves on to the next round Okay, that takes us to Donald Gleason versus Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Doctor Strange versus General Hux. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> oh, I don't even know how to. Oh, I love. I just. I love both of them so so much. They're Do you want to make so... an argument for either of them? Oh, I. T- <sighs> so gingery and adorable. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just, he, Gleason is so gingery and adorable and about time. Come and 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 yeah, Hux. I Hux is still my favorite. One of my favorite parts of the first Force Awakens. So I <laughs> y- you guys know where I stand. <laughs> All right, Kristen, vote. Okay, well, seeing as how I, I yeah, Oscar Isaac, I that whole thing hurt. Um, so I got to go with the person that made two movies with him or three, and they're like, I'm, I'm assuming they're besties. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Gleason. All right, Lauren. Uh, I'll go with Gleason definitely. I'm also going with Gleason because I'm not actually on the Cumberbatch train yeah. anyway. <laughs> He's been so... a drill Cumbersnore for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. All right. So, Kim Domino Gleason's moving forward. I have a lot of Benedict Cumberbatch fake names that I, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Bandicoot oh, Crinkle. A name generator on one of yeah. the on Geek Girl Bandicoot ones. Crinkle Fry is also another one thing. Yeah, <laughs> I got a okay. bunch. Okay. Uh, all right. So now we've got Tom Cruise versus Chris Evans. I mean, yeah. Okay, Chris <laughs> Evans is Captain America and all, but come on, wow. Tom Cruise is Maverick. I mean. Uh... <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Be nice. That's all I ask. <laughs> Kristen? Um, I, again, like, like, uh, Goldblum, I don't get the Chris Evans thing, so I'm gonna go cruise. Okay. Lauren? I, I, I don't get the Tom thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris Evans. 
Kim. Captain America, yesterday, today, and forever, Chris Evans. <laughs> okay, I'm casting the tie-breaking vote to Tom Cruise. <laughs> Surprise! There's no way it worked out me. just fine. It did. Oh, thank you, ladies. All right. Hey, our number ones all moved forward. Look at that. The mascots right. are moving Shocking. forward. <laughs> so, that takes us to Colin Farrell and Michael B. Jordan. Okay, so, I mean, I really don't have a dog in that fight. I love both of them. Um, They've both made their fair share of garbage. Um, Colin Farrell single-handedly made a horrible remake of Total Recall, which is one of my favorite sci-fi movies. But I forgave him for that. I forgive him for a lot of shit, okay? I forgive him for doing Britney Spears back in the day. I mean, so... (laughs) You know, I really, I, I love Michael B., I love Colin Farrell, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure one of them is immortal, considering that, like, someone did a lot of blow back in the day, and he <laughs> still looks like that. So, <laughs> I think he's a vampire. I, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, one thing I just want to say is that Colin Farrell is the guy that, like, you forgive him for all that shit because he gives you a reason to want to. There's like, a couple I mean, reasons that I think he'd be he, <laughs> Well, but I mean, like, he was this guy that was a total asshole, and he eventually recognized that about himself, and he turned it around, and he's like, I don't want to be that guy anymore, so I'm not going to be that guy. And yeah, yeah, that doesn't always mean he makes great movies, but he, as a person recognized he was a garbage person and he changed that about himself. Yeah. And so. he was willing I mean, to engage. He's a reverse Johnny Depp. Yes. And yes! Yes! Exactly. And he admitted That's that, exactly like, it. had Elizabeth Taylor been physically able to do it, they totally would have had a relationship. Mm-hmm. Back when she was, like, dying. Good for you, man. Like, good, <laughs> good on you. you. I don't know who I'm <laughs> jealous of more, honestly. I mean, come on. There you go. Alright, so, Lauren, pick one. Uh, I would go with Colin Farrell. He has he has charmed me in recent years. Kim? My love affair goes back to American Outlaws, Colin Farrell. I'm also saying Colin Farrell. I hope you can live with that, Kent. Kristen? I'm sorry, Michael B. You just need a couple more, <laughs> couple more credits. Couple more. Yep, that's right. We do like you a great deal, and we look forward to seeing you and Tessa Thompson on screen again together. But for now, we move forward. Two. To another hard one. Cary Grant <laughs> versus Jeff Goldblum. These choices are getting impossible, ladies. I'm not, I honestly can't make an argument for one or the other because I love them both so dearly and they were, like, fundamentally part of my, like, adolescence. So, yeah, have at it. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't well, know. Here's the... Yeah, and here's the one thing. Like, I've seen a lot of Cary Grant's movies, and I quite enjoy him. And he's very debonair and very just beautiful. But I never have seen him in a situation where I felt like he was, like, making fun of himself freely. And, like, he didn't have an Instagram feed for me to drool over. (laughs) And... God damn it, Carrie, why weren't you born 50 years later? Why did you die? (laughs) See, I feel like he would have, I feel like he would have been mercilessly making fun of himself. Yeah. And I, well, and maybe that's true, but I don't think he'd be on Instagram. Oh, he'd definitely be on Instagram, okay? Again, there is a reason I joke about how Oscar Isaac and Pedro Pascal are 
the Carrie and Randolph Scott back in the day, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Grant would have been posting yes. the exact same goddamn photos, making me wonder, what does it mean? They would have been selfieing by the pool. Oh, okay. yes. That is still the sexiest photo ever taken of two dudes that, I mean, we all know what they were doing. I mean, come on. <laughs> I supported it. They were the same sex relationship I would support back in the day. I think we all know my answer, at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just like dead silence for a minute there. <laughs> okay. So, Kristen, why don't you go ahead and make your vote official? Say it out loud. It's Cary Grant. I mean, come on. <laughs> Kim? Cary Grant. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say Goldblum. That was the sound of Ooh, ultimate suffering you. right there. You know, <laughs> I knew I was just like, oh, she's going to make me decide. Yep. Uh, do it. Do it. That's just because oh, they're they're both so wonderful. They well, they are. That's why they're there. Like <laughs> it's true. Uh, son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> um. 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 I'm gonna have to go with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Oh, Boo! Right. Sorry. Boo. Yeah. Uh, this is entirely. Well, I know how my next vote's going. <laughs> this is entirely personal. <laughs> Lauren, your classic film card is just. I'm gonna take it away. I'm taking it away. <laughs> this is. It's. It's entirely personal. Entirely because I had a crush on Goldblum before I had a crush on Cary Grant. That's about it. That's really it. <laughs> Damn you, Goldblum! <laughs> so that takes us to Rupert Evans versus George Sanders. <sighs> Only because I pretty much can tell how this one is gonna go. Just, just one more for little little Rupert and you know Frank and you know the man in the high castle, the the revolutionary, you know the the reluctant revolutionary and the gorgeous clothes but i don't you know once again i'd be ecstatic with both choices <laughs> okay Kristen. yeah i'm sorry you? it's it's pretty much george i mean come on lauren uh yeah george yeah i'm gonna say george yep <laughs> i knew that was gonna happen <laughs> do you want me I to say rupert, rupert make you fail. choose <laughs> I set All poor right. Rupert up to fail. <laughs> yep, you sure did. It's all your fault. Hey, nobody fails because they are in this tournament. So, <laughs> they all win. If you're out there, Rupert, when since you're listening, I love you. We we all win because we've all gotten to watch them. <laughs> and we continue to get to watch them and talk about their attributes. So <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Alright, so that brings us to Alan Rickman versus Christian Bale. God oh damn it! Oh, man. I know. 14-year-old oh. Kristen would be really pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> what would 14-year-old Kristen's heart tell her? <laughs> um, she would have been all... She would have gone with whoever had the most nudity, which, unfortunately, having seen American Psycho around that time, yeah, I mean, there's there's a obvious corollary there. Not to mention the fact that 
our mascot, Jason Theroux, is also in American Psycho. So, yeah, um, that was a problem, too. But, um, oh, God, this hurts. Is there really a right answer? I'm gonna get philosophical for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay, I'm gonna go off of what I know now, which is Christian Bale is still yo-yoing with that weight and he keeps like taking his hair off and then putting it back on and then getting heavy because he's committed to his work it's starting to affect his face though which is just making me sad and i know rickman is dead and all but at the same time he still looked really good up until the end so i feel bad but i'm gonna have to go rickman here I'm pretty sure I know which way Lauren's going. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you make it official? I think I have said before. I think I have said before I fucking hate Christian Bale. Yes, you have mentioned that. <laughs> probably so more than three times. <laughs> so, yes, I'm, I also happen to love Alan Rickman, so I'm going for Alan Rickman. Okay, I think the Rickman spirit is in my house because my microphone just attacked me. (laughs) (laughs) So I think he approves. (laughs) Kim, what do you say? I'm I'm sorry, Lori. I have to go Alan Rickman. (laughs) All right, that saves me from having to vote. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that brings us to Army Hammer versus Colin Farrell. Ooh. I know! Uh, this is getting worse! Yep, that's kind of the point. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Anybody have any Um, One of them looks really good in a Henley. Um, if anybody sees <laughs> Seven Psychopaths, um, Colin Farrell's t-shirts get really tight. And one of them has an Irish accent. One of them has an Irish accent, but Army Hammer really likes, he likes, likes telling people stupid stories about him doing stupid shit like going because to, he does a lot of stupid shit he does a lot of stupid shit but he army hammer on twitter <laughs> yes <laughs> or if anybody watched him on conan the other day talking about how he went to jail for like four, 24 hours and was trying so desperately to like not be hot because he was afraid it was going to turn into a prison movie um <laughs> yeah this adorable mugshot <laughs> He was like, he was trying really hard not to look like a dick, but it came out looking like that anyway. Actually, every family photo he has from back in his past, which he posts on Twitter, all make him look like a smug little shit, but it's adorable. I I mean, one of them made The Lone Ranger, and then one of them also was replaced by Johnny Depp in a Harry Potter movie, so... That was not his choice, I guarantee it. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very true. One of them almost played Batman, though. Almost. One of them almost played Batman. I mean, come on. If you can't get Christian Bale, you get the guy who was almost Batman. Are we ready to vote? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard one. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say my vote. I will never vote for Army Hammer versus Colin Farrell, so it's Colin Farrell 100%. Karen is just a hammer hater. (laughs) She is. She is. Uh, it's not that I hate him. I <laughs> just, just want to like punch him, him in the face. Because <laughs> he's that so face handsome. Is beautiful. Yes, that face is beautiful. He is 
You very all handsome. need to see. He Luke, does have a very beautiful face. You all need to see Luca Guanino talk about Army Hammer. Like we were both so in love with him, it was amazing. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting when I meet Army Hammer later this summer. Uh, that's gonna happen, ladies. You, you better hope I have yes. money because right now I'm crunching numbers and it's looking bleak. <laughs> well, we gotta make it happen. Uh, I I I I think I have to to vote for army kim oh see i'm i gotta go reach back because i just colin farrell was there first i gotta say farrell all right Kristen, that means it's you oh god okay <laughs> um okay so uh let's see how many bad movies does each of them have it's like <laughs> let's see um one of them did make okay I'm going to put this down to really, really arbitrary decision-making. One of them made a Woody Allen film. So I'm going to go hammer. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Colin knows what he did. <laughs> I kind of want to cry right now, but... <laughs> I mean, I know what I'm going to tell him, and he's going to serve you up some mushrooms because he got a good recipe from Nicole Kidman. <laughs> that's that's very very true, and I know Colin Farrell nudity is a thing, and Army Hammer was afraid to show everything because his wife is a boner killer. But I mean, I had to. I had to. <laughs> okay, Lauren. So. <laughs> That brings us to Patrick McNee versus Jeff Goldblum. I'm just really happy that Patrick has made it this far, because I was honestly like, no one knows who he is. <laughs> uh, I just want to encourage everybody to go watch The Avengers. I know that Kim has. The two of you need to go watch The Avengers. You will be you will be charmed. Even if you're not charmed by him, you will be charmed by the entire show. Uh, I, I, I love by the, them all. I love them both so much for so many different reasons. Like, uh, just have at it. Like, yeah. Diana Rigg <laughs> is one of my first girl crushes. Oh, she's gorgeous. <laughs> Honor Blackman is in it. Come on. All right. So, Kim. Patrick McNee. Kristen. Um, surprisingly, I'm gonna go Goldblum. I don't know why at this point. I think all bets are off. I'm also going Goldblum. I mean, it's Goldblum. Come on. <laughs> He's the apartments.com guy. <laughs> uh, well, I, I have to go with Patrick because he is and always will be my number one. <laughs> all right. That is it. Okay. Goldblum so, is trying to stammer a response right now, and he's taking he's, a while. He's okay. He's like ev he's the internet's daddy. Like everybody, <laughs> everybody wants to fuck Jeff Goldblum. Like <laughs> that puppy. My God, it's true. Oh man. Oh, I. Oh, his Instagram account just needs to stop. Because I can't handle it. <laughs> oh, the puppy! Right. The puppy! Oh my gosh! Is that not, like, amazing? Oh, is, okay, thing ever. Can, can, is, is there something in the water with people with Instagram and their puppies? Because that is becoming <laughs> a thing. I'm not naming names, but he knows who he is. Okay, there are puppies on Instagram, <laughs> and it's killing me. And it's not Jeff Goldblum. 
God. <laughs> Why are you not watching Jeff Goldblum's Instagram account? Because I'm like, too busy watching the Justin Theroux's Instagram account with his puppy. <laughs> all these hot boys and their exactly. puppies. Exactly. Like, I get it. I yeah. just want to say that I've just re-pulled up the Jeff Goldblum puppy picture, and I... Uh, I need a minute. Okay, so... <laughs> versus George Sanders. Did you ever think you'd get that duo together? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is an interesting pairing, and there's no doubt. General Hux versus Jack Favell. <laughs> versus Addison DeWitt. I go I go all about Eve. Mm. I I yeah. don't know what you could say for or against either one. <laughs> Alright. Vote away. Alright, Kristen. Oh, you said you're voting for George. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, oh, she's torn. I know, like, they're both just so white. And, <laughs> and like, there. <laughs> I mean, I know both of them, but I don't care about either of them enough. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to go with the one that at least has some, like, sexual potency um however meek <laughs> it is for me i'm sorry like I, neither one of them would get very far with me but i, I mean i guess we're going gleason i get yeah Ooh. yeah i know it's really weird it's a twist. Me. <laughs> yeah shocking <laughs> dun, dun, dun. all right lauren george sanders his vo- his voice he his was voice, your that's all his voice. It is a lovely voice. Uh, I, I, I'm just, uh, I'm going with Gleason. You guys had to do this, didn't you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it's only fair. Always bring it down to the, I... the person who, who raised them up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it right now with the mood I'm in. It's I, I love you. I love you, Gingery Hux, but Sanders. Oh! Wow! <laughs> wow. Upset. Kim I did not eliminates her that. own number one seed for her number seven. <laughs> wow! Who would have ever seen that coming? This actually turned into sports ball for a second. Oh my God. <laughs> Whoa! What an upset. This is a real surprise there, Jim. Yes, fumble. Wait, that's that's baseball. (laughs) Football. I don't even know what sports are white. I've I've been sitting here thinking about George, and I'm going... I... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, that brings us to Tom Cruise versus Alan Rickman, and I know what you guys are about to do, but I just want to remind you... Jerry Maguire. All right, go ahead. Do your thing. Kim, Kristen. <laughs> okay, wait. Did you want Kim or Kristen? Kristen. Okay. We're going in that order. Um. Okay. It's it's Rickman. It's just it's Rickman. It's Hans Gruber. Uh, I I always gotta go Die Hard. I mean, I got to. Um. So yeah, Rickman. Lauren. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. This. <laughs> Yeah, yes, it's Alan Rickman. Just because I, I like Alan Rickman a lot. Kim, 
Now, do I be nice or do I be truthful? <laughs> truthful, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I gotta go Rickman. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs> well, you knew that was, was going to happen. I did. I'm actually surprised Tom made it as far as he did, and I thank you all for that. Okay, I'm just saying, you know what seals the deal for Rickman? The whole, like, leg opening thing in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. The man is flexible. I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> come on. Also, quite- Another, another moment where I was like, I shouldn't feel the feelings that I'm feeling right now. It's when yeah. he unsheaths that sword with his untucked black tunic, and I'm like, oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still use Rickman lines from that, Okay. It's, Everybody it's should all the time. Yes. I, I also like the, the the way that everything has worked out. We've got Alan Rickman against George Sanders. Yes. And yes. It's, it's like, oh my god, the level of creepy slash sexy is just so high. <laughs> so high. It's Jeremy Irons is sitting in the back saying, what the fuck happened? Like, I should be here. I'm sorry. So that brings us to... Kristen's Army Hammer versus Lauren's Patrick McNee. You are doing really well, Patrick. Man. <laughs> Do either of you want to plead your case to me and Kim? Uh, Patrick McNee never halfway defended Roman Polanski. Oh my that. god! Really? It was taken out of context! <laughs> Yeah, 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 I know. I know, because I made that argument myself, but... <laughs> uh, um, Just saying. Let's Just see. Saying. Um, at this point, let's see, what can I argue about Ermie Hammer that I haven't already? Um, his chi- his child dresses up like Little Lord Fauntleroy, and it's it's kind of adorable. I mean, I don't like children, but like I'd make an exception for his kids. <laughs> And he is alive, I mean, right? <laughs> yes, that's true. You have to play that card. Just play that, oh, he's alive card. <laughs> he's actually the only one that's alive. Aww. Oh. Oh, that's right. What? See? He's that's the so only sad. living, breathing, yes. Stuff well, I think still that's works. a good reason I to mean, eliminate him. Oh, I just went there. Kim, what do you say? Oh, sorry, Kristen. I gotta vote Patrick McNee. <laughs> I also vote Patrick McNee. Oh my You're both god! Cancel each other out. <laughs> Lawrence Patrick McNee makes it to the finals. Oh my god! I am like so fucking shocked. Honestly, wow. <laughs> that brings us to Alan Rickman versus George Sanders. And I would just like to take this opportunity to remind you, tunic, black, untucked, sword. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm just, I'm just going to throw out, one of them did, according to Die Hard, own Yasser Arafat-esque suits. I mean, come on. It, it was <laughs> There's it was also amazing. that. It was amazing. And, like, I actually wanted Bruce Willis to die. I mean, I usually do in most movies, but, like, this time I really <laughs> wanted it. Well, you want to talk about quotes that I say all the time. I can't even tell you how often I find a way to say, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. 
Yes, exactly. Or I will when it when it turns into December. I usually say, you know, we're canceling Christmas if, again. I just quote Robin Hood lines. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Call off Christmas. That's right. Uh, Kim, would and you I like just to... have to remind everyone of Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kristen. I'm Team Rickman. Lauren. I don't know. <laughs> I so don't know. This is so... They're they're the same person. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're the same person, slightly separated by time. Like, that's about <laughs> it. Like, I don't know. Uh, I... Uh, uh, George Sanders. Oh, man. We're tied. You know what? We can do an informal twiddle. Twitter, Twitter. You, you don't have to say anything. You just say Alan Rickman versus George Sanders. Go. Kristen, why don't you do it? You've got more people. Okay, okay, okay. Help me decide. Okay. I just love that it came down to the two of them. I know. Oh that's God. so hilarious. That, this, this was that very... choice is just so delightful. I can't even, you know. <laughs> that's so funny. They're the same funny. person. They, they are. They truly are. This is really like an impossible choice. Okay, so well, I, just, I mean, I have my preference, obviously. But. I said it for five minutes. <laughs> this is one of the weirdest brackets. And ever. by the way, nobody, none of us get to vote. Okay. <laughs> oh no! I thought about doing it, and I was like, no. <laughs> I'm staring at it, refreshing, going. Yes, well. feel free to retweet it, got, but everybody. <laughs> This will be where we get no votes. What are you talking about? No answers. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, do we want to go the whole four minutes? Well, we can just go till someone votes. Uh, well, right now we have four votes. 25. Oh, you do? Oh, do we? Yes. Oh, I can't see it because I didn't vote. That's why. Yeah. Okay. We have four votes right now. So, three minutes left. I mean, if you want to let it run. Yeah, sure, why not? Let, okay. it, let it run and whoever's won by the end of the five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> then oh it'll be a tie. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I, it better not. <laughs> Is it right now? No. No. So I'm just gonna stare at Jeff Goldblum and this puppy for a minute. Someone has a very significant... I feel like my Oscar Isaac picture is judging me right now on my on my my Twitter. It's like you didn't fight hard enough, you bitch. <laughs> Why didn't you love me more? Exactly. You've been watching too many too many episodes of The Leftovers, you hoe. <laughs> I'm I found, sorry. I found pictures of Jeff Goldblum and Earth Girls are easy. Oh man. Oof. Two minutes left. I'm gonna watch the Fallout trailer again. Still just two votes, or are there more? No, two minutes left. Seven votes. No, oh wait, ah, I just accidentally almost voted. No! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> no! <laughs> well, okay, fuck you, it. Karen. No, I was trying to click on- I did not hit vote. I did not hit vote, I swear. Lies. She's I didn't. Lying. I will take tampering. a screenshot. 13 <laughs> votes in two minutes left. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Should I leave this in, you guys? This is kind of funny. <laughs> I, will, I will leave it to you. I think I'm going to leave this in. <laughs> They're going to be like, this is great. hilarious. 
They love when we are. Yes. One minute left. We are also proving that we do not hate men. Right. Exactly. Someone just commented, Rickman wins because of sense and sensibility. (laughs) Yeah. See? (laughs) There you go. Hold on. So, how long is a minute? Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Is it still 13 votes? Fifteen! One minute left! Ooh. At least it's not an even number. Watch for the sixteenth vote. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of our fingers just slips as we're <laughs> God, this is a long one. I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. <laughs> Did Twitter, like, break? What's going on here? Oh, oh, poll ending, poll Pull ending. ending. Yeah. 19 votes. 19 votes! I feel like, like, um... Jeez, come on! God, this poll is... How long ending. does it take to end? There's only 19 votes, there's only two choices. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Ready Player One. Hurry up and finish and get off oh me now. Oh my horrible. gosh. It's lasting forever. 21 votes. Wow. 21 votes! And two so comments. This is why I wanted Kristen to do it, because I knew that... People actually... <laughs> and we well, have two comments. People who follow you actually know who George Sanders is. Yes. My people don't know. <laughs> and we have two comments. I will read them when the poll... Okay, we have final vote. 23 votes. We had two two here, two comments. We got, we got a comment. <laughs> I will read them. The anticipation will be thrilling um at movie nut 14 says rickman wins out because of sense and sensibility and david neary at do cinema says that hurt me but sanders just had so many more roles and they were so good 23 votes thank you david 23 <laughs> votes deus ex cinema 83 to 17 percent ouch alan rickman <laughs> yeah that's right you right. kids in your twitter <laughs> <laughs> That puts us with Alan Rickman versus Patrick McNeil. <laughs> How the <laughs> fuck did that happen? <laughs> I now, personally, I take this as a personal this. victory. <laughs> when we started this whole thing, and you guys were running through scenarios... How many of you came up with this scenario? I for did the not. I, I figured <laughs> personally, my final two came down to Rickman and Grant. I knew it would be dead people, but I did not <laughs> think it would go that niche. Yeah. All right. So, I would once again like to take this opportunity <laughs> to remind you of the black tunic, <laughs> the sword. Well, if, if you also give me if you give me fine. a minute, I can find a GIF of uh, Patrick <laughs> McNeese stripping, which is quite fascinating. So, <laughs> but he's not Hans Gruber. Hell yeah, Gruber brothers for life. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't really know how to make that pairing any less hot. <laughs> If I ever meet Jeremy Irons, I'm going to be like, look, I know you and Rickman didn't actually have any scenes, but, like, what did you think of him? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, who are we kidding? That would require me to form words, vowel sentences, things like that. Use grammar. 
<laughs> All right. Well, Kristen, you need to cast a vote here. Uh, it, it's. I, I mean, it's Rickman. <laughs> <laughs> and Kim. McNee. Oh, oh no. damn you! Jesus, <laughs> in a bundle. What the hell? Call Mama Lopez. I I could call Mama Lopez. Well, since you are not a finalist, we could make her the tiebreaker. Should um, should, I, should I call her? <laughs> Ask Mama Lopez. I need to go to bed. I'm I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired and I just find this really, really, really funny. Okay. (laughs) Because this is not predictable at all. (laughs) Okay. I was just like, how did this happen? Mama Lopez is the unofficial member of our podcast troupe. Let me let me call her and see if she'll come in. If not, I might have to have her do it on the cell phone. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Mom, we need you to be the tiebreaker. We are we are live recording, and we need you to break a tie so that Lauren can go to bed. Can you come in for a second? <laughs> this kind of reminds okay. me of like I don't know being in a sleepover or something. Like that. It's just like Lauren is really tired and would like to sleep. <laughs> Lauren would like to, to go home, and so <laughs> okay, Bob. This is for all the points. Okay. You have to choose Alan Rickman or Patrick McNee, the original John Steed from from the Avengers. <laughs> okay, but but you gotta say it loud enough so the mic can hear ya. Alan Rickman. Woo! Okay, you can you can go back now. <laughs> oh, oh, my mom's doing a victory dance now. <laughs> Thanks, Mama Lopez. <laughs> I, I accept this. I accept this. Frankly, I'm shocked that, that, that it, it got came to this down point. to these two. Yeah, <laughs> that it got to this point. I am fine with Alan Rickman being the ultimate movie boyfriend. Of course, we ask the patrons to send us their brackets. They can fill out theirs, and we'll read their choices eventually on the podcast. Maybe that's true. We can keep this as a patreon exclusive exactly forever. yeah that's this I'm... is just between us folks do you agree with us is alan rickman the ultimate movie boyfriend i mean yes of course he is because he just <laughs> won everything <laughs> <laughs> but who is your choice and yes we would love to see pictures of your brackets but don't tag them online because we want to keep this all between us because this is just a special exclusive thing so actually <laughs> i would it on I, the down low actually no. i would say tag us because then it would get more people to listen to the episode well that's Ooh. that's true that is true okay so we'll do that we'll allow tagging oh that's true because they won't know our answers yeah yeah they won't know the that's ultimate a good winner. point Okay, so yes, post your pictures and tag us, but don't say who we picked as the ultimate Yeah, winner. don't be that there guy. There we go. Don't be yeah. that guy. Exactly, you don't guys are paying Bob. money for this privilege. You don't want to just give that away, right? Yeah, just so. like Bob, okay? I know you're listening, Bob. Don't be that guy. Be Bob. Be Bob for marketing, not, not Bob, Bob from accounting. Not Bob from accounting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's send Lauren off to bed, and let's end this very, very long episode on a Friday night. <laughs> I'm going to go watch Sense and Sensibility right now, and uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go apologize to all my, my boys, but mostly, no, I'm just going to go <laughs> back to watching The Leftovers, because I am a sick, sick puppy. 
<laughs> and I'm I'm gonna watch the Avengers actually, so screw you off. <laughs> all right. Oh. Well, I'm actually gonna go watch my angels beat the A's, but that's K- Karen. Do you want to give just in case uh, where they can reach out to us, all of that? Of course, we are on Twitter at Citizen Dame Pod and Facebook.com slash Citizen Dame. And Kristen, where are you? Uh, I am on Twitter at Journeys underscore Film. Lauren, I am at LH Business. Kim, at Kpair six twenty four. And I am at Karen M Peterson. And you already know where you can find the podcast because you already love us, right? Right. So, all right, for all of us, have a great night. Enjoy the sports ball. <laughs> See ya. And God bless Robin Hood. We reckon he's nicked three to four million in the last five months, sir. All right, then, fine. Raise the bounty on his head. 25,000 crowns. Begging your pardon, sir, it won't do no good. How much you raise it? Really, scribe, and why is that? Because, sire, the poor, you see, he gives them what he takes, so, well, sir, they love him. Just a minute. Robin Hood steals money from my pocket, forcing me to hurt the public. And they love him for it? Yes. That's it. Cancel the kitchen scraps for lepers and orphans. No more merciful beheadings. And call off Christmas. Christmas.